0: today on the marvel cinematic universe podcast we are discussing daredevil season three episode two
1: please all that right after this welcome to the marvel cinematic universe podcast my name is matthew carroll
0: and i'm jeff randall
1: oh man episode two of daredevil season three it Uh, keeps going getting in the thick of it um this is great. We're gonna give a, go ahead and give a spoiler alert because we we've already told you we're enjoying this this season. Check it out if you haven't checked it out. But this is spoiler alert for episode two. Uh, so what happens this episode? Let's kind of give a brief description. So if someone's listening to this in the distant future, uh, <laughs> this episode is is is, uh, is Daredevil fresh off of his first night out uh, with his suicide in like a suicidal uh, type of. Um, like <laughs> Bender goes out to fight as daredevil and almost dies and actually tries to commit suicide by thug, but he's back and he has cool conversations with the, with the nun. And then uh, we kind of get the connections, uh, some connections drawn between him as a child. I thought that child actor did awesome. Yeah, he did a uh, really, really good. I don't know if it's the same one from previous seasons, but uh, might be, he looked
0: he looked a little bit older than yeah. the you know the kid from season one,
1: for sure, and I think that's what they're going for is that and that's this is you kind know that's like the
0: appropriate yeah age range
1: uh I loved hearing about a young a young Matt Murdoch that was super yeah. fun,
0: a little scrappy Matt Murdoch that uh, yeah. that's, you know always getting into fights, just like it's my calling to fight,
1: yeah. He he feels his calling to fight, and that, and you know, I said in our last, uh, yesterday's podcast, I said we, I really want to get more conversations between Matt Murdoch and the Nun, and I kind of expected that to kind of be like doled out slowly, but I should learn better. They always give me what I want on this show. <laughs> um, <laughs> they jumped right into it. Literally, he's like laying on the floor, recovering from his night out, and she walks in and has this conversation, and we really get him. He crystallizes why he was suicidal why he wanted to commit suicide by thug and it, it, it was, he was going out to test himself and then he gets beaten in such a raw way. And he's, he's like, if I can't do this, if I can't do this thing that I feel called to, then I, I don't need to, I don't need to exist. And that's, and that's why I think he was, he was out there ready to die.
0: Yeah, maybe could be The Daredevil's always been so complex, especially Matt Murdoch. It, he's, he's always at war with himself Good and bad Right and wrong Lawful and unlawful Like He is such a complex character And there's so much depth to him And Charlie Cox has been doing an amazing job Of portraying all of that depth and struggle
1: Yeah, absolutely Especially
0: without being able to like Look anybody in the eye
1: Yes oh, man. That, That's one of the amazing things I think about his acting Is he's doing all this And doing that whole eye dart around thing which I don't even know how you train yourself to do that. Like, that's amazing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely uh, I, amazing. There was, there was a, a, a thing that I read at one point that uh, said that Charlie Cox had almost lost a, uh, a different role that he was trying out for because he had trained himself to not look at people in the eyes and like do the daredevil thing
1: Oh wow. so much
0: that it was like, it was just a part of him.
1: <laughs> I bet. I like, that seems incredibly difficult to master. And I, I imagine you really have to work at it, and that's a weird thing to train yourself to do. Uh, so <laughs> it's yeah, not
0: weird when you're daredevil.
1: Yeah, um, but yeah, it's it's oh, man, I, I really enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed him as a kid, and also one thing I really liked was how um, when he's a kid, he kind of reveals that his he has this this doubt happening and that it's kind of the the parallel it's paralleling it to what's going on right now he has this doubt as a child um about these different concepts and he's not happy with the answers these nuns are giving Mm -hmm. him um but then when really pressed and he's like uh when the priest says you just have to pray he breaks down and says i do pray i pray all the time um and it's it's obvious he's putting up this sort of cold exterior cold logical exterior uh that he's that he's like pushing back with his logic on this on this whole faith thing and then but when really pushed to it it's obvious that his his faith is deeply rooted and that his prayers mean a lot to him and it reminded me of what he's going through now where he keeps telling this nun you know yeah, I I I I don't believe he, he told that he told that um the people that he the guy in the hospital he goes to the girl and says God didn't save you, I did. And like yeah. he's having this like he's 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 rebelling and having this co- sort of the same cold exterior like rebelling against God and but the, I think we're going to get that same breaking point where he's pushed and his fa- how important his faith is to him is going to become apparent. Um, I, 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 man, I just, I thought that that parallel was really, really awesome.
0: You know, who's going to push him to that point?
1: Uh, I have a feeling it might be a little character by the name of bullseye. It might be a little character by the name of bullseye. Um, bullseye. We got the beginnings of bullseye. bullseye I, I had, I did not know. I knew he was in the season cause it's seen it in the trailer. Um, and, 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 and I mean, obviously people who maybe not, Uh, paying attention, didn't know that, and maybe didn't even know he was Bullseye, but uh, yeah, he shows up and immediately starts shooting everyone, and I was like, oh, this is how they're going to introduce Bullseye. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) I started seeing seeing heads explode, and I was like, oh, there he he is. Wherever he is. that's him. Whatever's taking out all these guys. So, (laughs) I was real confused. Are we supposed to believe that Nadim is dead? Uh... I, guess I
0: don't. It's I don't know. I, he. I mean, he was caught in the in the the wreck, and mm-hmm. he's at least unconscious. Yeah, possibly dead.
1: That scene, putting us in the in the shoes of Wilson Fisk in that scene, and having Wilson Fisk like have to struggle so hard to survive, was a was such a master stroke for this yeah. show.
0: Oh God! And the monologue that he had on the way there. Yes. Oh yes. He was, he was saying that he would do anything to protect
1: his love love is a cage man love is the and real love cage has imprisoned him oh it's so good it's so oh. good <laughs> i'm not i can't even uh i can't even man <laughs> that that monologue was amazing and i the way he was talking he's so sinister that i thought it might be that he was getting himself transported and that he was about to get the, he was about to have the thing attacked, you know? Yeah, yeah.
0: I kept the saying, like, he's got this all planned. Right. All of this is coming to a head. And, like, as soon as he hits his, like, climactic monologue point, it's all going to blow up and he's going to escape and they're going to escort him out. But no, no, he, yep. they they took a couple of beats right after that climactic point and let him just kind of, you know, finish out and, and gracefully exit the monologue and then it exploded.
1: Yeah, it was really, really beautiful. Um, it was really beautiful. It was A great misdirection, I thought. Um, oh yeah. And man, I I just really love uh, Wilson Fisk. I'm so excited to have him back. And I and I and I feel for him, like where he is now. Um, I know he's an evil man, and I know that that I that he's only doing this. Well, he's doing this because he loves Vanessa, which makes it complicated. Right? Because <laughs> like, he's not you doing you do this for love? power anymore. Um, which get, makes him even more likable now.
0: Right? It makes him a lot more identifiable.
1: Yes. Absolutely. Relatable.
0: That's the word. The like, uh, thing that I relate to him over, though, is that bench press.
1: Oh, yeah? That bench press, yeah. though?
0: That, ben- pre- that bench press, though. Man was cranking out 405 like it was nothing. Mm-hmm. And then threw it. through the guy and yeah. it.
1: You're the guy and it like, oh
0: my God. That's a beast.
1: Mm-hmm. I I love the kind of like uh strong man that they make, Wilson Fisk. And I know that's the character from the comics, but I just it, I find it believable. Uh maybe throwing four oh five plus a dude is probably not really that believable, but
0: <laughs> I mean he just got stabbed and he was in rage mode. He right. was berserker. Right. So
1: lots of yeah. Adrenaline.
0: A lot of adrenaline kicked in. So it's possible. Uh, it may not be very plausible yeah. with how big he is. Uh, I'm sorry, as, as uh, I don't want to say as fat as he is. Well, but like, he is. I mean, he has a lot of as, fat
1: on top of yeah, those, his very big muscles that are apparently under there.
0: He's much like me to where it's like, you're a big dude. But there's also like most of that filled out is muscular.
1: Yeah, a lot. There's, there's a, a lot, lot of muscle. fat on top, but yeah. there's a big core. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it's the it's the way I've always been too. Is just like big guy, but bigger. Uh, yeah, stronger than I am just fat, which is which is good. But gotta get rid of this fat man.
0: <laughs> yeah, kind of M- makes it harder to get through the fat because you're just like I should be able to do so much more. Yeah. Anyway, okay. anyway, um, so Wilson Fisk got stabbed in prison, and we thought that he was snaking his way out, it was all, what, it was the, God, what group Albanians. was Albanians. The Albanians, that's right, the, it was the Albanian syndicate, and then,
1: fucking, <laughs> Bullseye, out of nowhere. Yeah, and, and he looks like Bullseye's a cop, I, I, I kind of don't, I don't know. I don't want Nadim to be gone because I liked the setup they were giving Nadim. I liked um, how they were setting up a character that it looked like would probably turn. Yeah. But he was very relatable. Very relatable. Uh, I I, I thought he was turnable, as they said from the beginning, but um, in a believable way where it's like, I, I just love when they put people in. In positions where you could see yourself turning, like I can see every step of the way he's gone through, and now he's going to put the put pressure on him, and he's going to turn. So I I like the character of Nadim a lot.
0: That's that's what uh, that's what I was seeing is like you're you're showing me this backstory of a of a guy and the the trouble that he's going through, and like he's put so much of himself, credit and otherwise, into helping his sister-in-law fight cancer, and Like, he has driven himself into debt because of that. And, like, that is so selfless. And he is struggling to catch up. And when you see, like, when you see him come into this point against this guy that probably still has a bunch of money and connections, like, you're thinking that he's probably going to turn. And you don't want to see that. You're like, come on, Nadim. Like, you got to make it. (laughs) Yeah. You got to be the good guy. You're rooting for him for sure. And... Like, whenever they started the Nadeem stuff in episode one, I was like, I had not paid attention for just a second. And I turned back and I was like, is this a different show? <laughs> what's going on?
1: Yeah, it doesn't, it has a totally different tone um, than the other stuff that's going on for sure.
0: I was like, is Matt going to just like show up in this neighborhood?
1: You never know, that's man. You never know. With Matt. <laughs> Suburban
0: New York neighborhood. <laughs> they followed him into into the office and. You know, when he grabbed his gun, I was like, oh, he's going to rob a bank. And then he's in, like, you know, downtown New York. And I'm like, no, he's not going to... Ah, he's going to rob some upper-class people. Oh, no, he's just an agent. Okay. And then he goes about trying to get a raise in, like, a normal way. Yeah. Just saying, like, hey, I need a raise.
1: It sucks, man. That whole... The the whole catch twenty two they've put him in where he can't he can't get make more money because he owes too much money and he's really trying to do everything right that makes um makes for a very interesting, plausible scenario for someone to turn. Um and again we're talking a lot about him and we don't I'm I'm am i I'm guessing he's still alive. I think he's just unconscious in that car. Yeah, I mean they
0: focus too much on him across two episodes to to let him die so yeah,
1: quickly. Yeah, when when he when he wasn't answering, I thought he might be dead, and I was like, "Man, that was a weird misdirect." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like two episodes of building him up, and then just to kill him <laughs> like that.
0: Yeah, just to just to slip him out and put uh, Benjamin Poindexter in.
1: Yeah. So, what do you think about uh, let's see, Foggy in this episode? Uh, was was interesting new information about his family that I enjoyed.
0: Yeah, I like his family a lot, and I'm I'm really sad that his dad is is having it rough like he is, and like personally, I don't want Foggy to like give up his life as a lawyer, right? And, and just you know go cut meat all day because that's not what he wants to no. do, right? Well, the thing is,
1: I just, it's it's kind of a stupid decision. It's like your family needs help, and you want to help them. <laughs> As hire a somebody. lawyer, yeah, you could hire someone, you could throw them a little money every once in a while, like and I mean obviously there's there's lines to all that stuff, and there's like uh there's, well, yeah, there's like boundaries his, his mom to said
0: up. his mom said, you can't like you can't do anything about getting old, there's no cure for getting
1: old, yeah, well, I just mean there there are boundaries that you have to place in your in your life if if you're gonna help someone like that, uh but uh, cause you cause you can't sink your own finances trying to help your family. That's not really the smart way to go. Um, yeah, I
0: mean, look what happened in a game.
1: Yeah, well, exactly. Uh, that's actually a good point. I wonder if they're trying to draw a parallel there in some way. Um, yeah. Be, be, <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Um, <laughs> but uh, you got you got to you got to protect yourself. I don't know, but that's also a life or death situation with his sister. I'm not trying to say you shouldn't try to help your sister with medical bills if she can't afford them. <laughs> um don't help people with cancer. But the 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 whole idea of of helping people monetarily is you have to help them from a position of strength. You have to have money to be able to give them money and you can't destroy right. your own finances. And and yes, that has happened to Nadim. He's destroyed his own finances and now he can't move up at work. He can't make more money. He can't go on helping his family. Yeah, there's just a, there has to be a line somewhere <laughs> where you where you protect yourself, uh, to, to so that you can go on helping others and doing good, um, and, and I, I think that goes for a, a lot of things, not just finances. Um, so, but anyway, that's probably not here. Nor there. That's probably not an intentional correlation. My 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 real thought is just like if your family's struggling, you could probably do more damage, and by damage I mean good damage. You probably do more damage to the problem by being a lawyer <laughs> than you can this <laughs> by cutting meat. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, maybe you're not going to ha- own your own thing, but still lawyers make more money than butchers generally, at least generally speaking. Um, I would, I would think, um, so that, that just seemed like a weird false choice to me. Doesn't, well, I mean, it doesn't make sense that he would ever really consider coming home.
0: Yeah. Especially since his brother said he can't make a sandwich to save his life.
1: Oh, did he say that about, Uh, foggy. Yeah.
0: His brother said, you can't make a sandwich to save your ass.
1: Oh, funny. I missed that part. (laughs) Um, and then we've got Karen, uh, both. We knew personally she couldn't let go of Matt, but we also now find out professionally she hasn't let go of the Midland circle, um, incident incident and the story. So, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, there's another thing that's even bigger than that. We got some, a little more, little more dirt dug away on Karen's backstory. That's true. She said, you know, the small town that she came from, everybody thought that she killed her brother, or everybody said that she killed her brother.
1: Yeah. Do you think she killed her brother?
0: I p- Probably not.
1: I wouldn't put it past her, though. Oh, man. I mean, I, I don't think she would have done it. Like, I could see maybe her brother was, who knows, beating someone, beating their mom, or who knows, like, maybe the brother was a bad guy, and, uh... I'm not. I'm not saying that's the case. I'm just saying, like, I would not put it past the show to like have some of that be false story, uh, and it, but 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 it's probably more complicated than that. There's probably a reason that it looked like it was her, but like she never did say who killed her brother. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think we're gonna dig into that a little bit.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Probably. I really
1: want to. Yeah. Really want to. I want to know. Inquiry, inquiring <laughs> minds I and all that. I want to
0: know. That's a Tarzan reference.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, we probably need to wrap this up for today's cast. Uh, But lots of good stuff coming, I think, on this series. Um, This season's been awesome. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow with more Daredevil Talk. We are the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Hit us up at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com, slash mcucast mcucast at gmail.com or call us at 573 cast MCU to leave us a voicemail. If you'd like to support the cast, go to patreon.com slash mcucast. And if you go there, you will get these episodes faster than they come out in the normal timeline because we're going to put one a day out uh, on the normal timeline, but on the Patreon, we'll be putting out uh, hopefully most of them by midweek. So, So, yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll be we'll be posting lots of these episodes this week um both on a regular regular scheduled rss feeds and uh on patreon quicker so go 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 support on patreon um if you want to know what else i do uh, i'm at matthewcarrollmusic.com i'm a musician check that shit out um <laughs> guys we will be back very soon talk to you later
0: until next time true believers